and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Listen, fellas, you got to take care of the things down below, okay? It's the little details that get you ahead in this life. Buy the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the future of the ball shaver. I'm telling you folks, okay? They've sent some over to us here at High Button Sports to the studio. I use it every morning. Well, not in the studio, but up in the in my bathroom, you know what I mean? Uh, it's changed my life. It's allowed me to stay clean, stay fresh down below, and walk out the door with that little bit of confidence, that little bit of edge, that little bit of, you know what I mean, just gets you ahead. And you don't even have to look at the Lawnmower 3.0 on the website. Look at some ball deodorant. I'm pretty sure they have foot deodorant. They have t-shirts. They have shower bags. And guess what? You get it all at 20% off. That's what we do here at High Button Sports. We make sure that you save money, okay? So remember, go to the website, manscaped.com. Use the promo code HBSports. Get 20% off your order and start living a better life. It's that simple. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Ashley and Sarah. They are the hosts of the Rival and Queen Podcast. They actually had me on their podcast, I think, two, maybe three weeks ago. Uh, and I thought it was only right to invite them on my podcast here uh, in the High Button Studio. So I'm excited to talk to them. Great local entrepreneurs here within the city. I think they're at episode 70, maybe 71. They talk to a lot of uh, females within the province that have that entrepreneurial spirit and they want to get to know... Uh, they want to get to know these people a little bit more. I've always wanted to have a little bit more of a female audience with our uh, with our company. We mostly talk to men, so I'm excited to to have a couple gals on. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm excited to see why they wanted to start a podcast here in Halifax uh, and who they wanted to talk to and maybe some challenges they had along the way. I love talking to fellow podcasters, so it's going to be a great episode. I'm Justin. We're talking to Sarah and Ashley. Here we go. You know what comes next. All right, Ashley, Sarah, we're going. Hey, well, why am I saying welcome? It's like when we're <laughs> role reversal again. That's how I felt when I... Uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird for the first like 20 minutes and then you'll get used to it. It's fun though. It's good. It's nice being asked questions. I'm just going to sit here and pepper you guys with questions I know we just hour. drove here and didn't have to do anything ahead of time. Okay, I- first question. Did you guys get lost or did you find it correctly? Can you grab me a water? Was it, it was easy? You found it? Well, yeah. Sarah knows these neck of the woods. I, I knew exactly where it was. Punchbowl. Punchbowl drive. Maybe I shouldn't have said whatever. I don't care. Well, now everyone knows where you live. But <laughs> should we put the number out? Number 52? I'm just joking. Is <laughs> it? What episode number is this? It's 308, I think. Is it? Yeah. Wow. There we go. 308. I like it. We're down. Um, no, we did not get lost. I know this area. I grew up on Purcell's Cove Road. Oh, did you? Just down the hill. I love this area. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, we moved here in March. A little skeptical at the beginning, but within the first like month, everyone comes over, knocks on the door, welcomes you. There's always people out on the street. There's always action. I grew up in the mm-hmm. suburbs where everyone's in their house quiet. It's, things happen around here. I hear a police siren every now and then. I don't mind. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We noticed the pond across the street when yeah. we came in. You know, We were thinking there'd be a little more action on that today. I was saying that when I was out there. If I was 10, 11, 12... I'd be out there every single mm-hmm. day, every single day. But there's no, there's a lot of kids that live on the street and they're never out there. But I you, know, I just you feel, can skate on it? Oh, you can skate on it. Yeah, I'm out there by myself just like oh. waiting for people to come out and join me. But Sarah, uh, well. I might be out there this afternoon. You got to, we need a shovel job, but it's nice. It uh, there's a lot of like ducks on that pond. So they, whenever it gets to that point where it's almost frozen, they walk on it and they create duck prints in the, <laughs> so then it, and then it freezes over. So there's <laughs> little ripples. I know. Anyways. So rude. <laughs> but no, I, I like it. And then, uh. What do you guys think of the studio? I, I, lo- I was really, it's the go- not the complete opposite of your studio, but you guys are high and you got great lighting. Ours is low and dark, but we have unnatural lighting. How do you feel about it? Do you feel comfortable is my question, I guess? I like it. I'm very comfortable. I love, you got the candle going. I know. And the these setup fancy mics. Over here. I know. This looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. We're into it. We've got a whole team here. I love yeah, it. That's Justin. That's our intern over there. He goes to <laughs> yeah. Sir John A. High School and he's kind of learning the biz. And Love then Mark's that. been in the biz forever, and mm-hmm. now he's doing, uh, I guess, what your Mark does, produce, and he does yep. commentating for our hockey games as well. Mm-hmm. He's a, what do I call it, your renaissance man? Uh, I try and get experience wherever I can yeah. in the industry. That's what you got to do. And that's what Mark does. We should commentate one of the games, Sarah. 
Yeah. Well, we uh, we do uh, girls hockey, and they're always looking for girl commentators. So if you guys are ever interested, I mean, let if me know. people want to be wildly entertained, <laughs> that would be perfect. I don't know that you'd want my comments on any hockey game, <laughs> but you know, I can practice. You try it out. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We can do anything. Anyway, so I want to talk about uh, Rival and Queen, your podcast, episode seventy. I think I saw last. Yeah. yeah. I know you were telling me a story about how you you guys were at the bar, spitting chocolates was there, and and that's what kind of inspired you guys to to start the whole thing. But you know, the, there takes that real moment of leap to be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna commit ourselves to this. We're gonna talk about uh, stories that we've gone through. We're gonna talk to other people about their stories. That takes a little bit of balls. You got to be able to put yourself out there. Did that come to you naturally right away, or did it take you know maybe 10, 20, 30 episodes to get to get comfortable with yourselves <laughs> and telling stories? I I think it came naturally to yeah. us. That's why we wanted to do it. Did it? That's awesome. Yeah, because that's our natural demeanor anyways is to, well, we love learning from people. I love talking to people, any mm-hmm. stranger. You, you know, you could put me in a closet with any soul and I'd be happy to chat them up for two hours, you know, time <laughs> of my life. But same thing. We, we both love talking to people, getting to know them. And I think it came naturally. Mm-hmm. It took a few episodes to kind of figure out. Our voice, I would say. Yeah. The first few were actually w- very funny, and our actual first episode never came to air. Unreleased. Well, we had a lot of, al- there was a lot of alcohol involved. <laughs> That's how the first one should go. <laughs> and it was with two of our besties telling hilarious stories. And I think after the fact, we were like, maybe these stories shouldn't be. They should be public. remain in the vault. <laughs> They weren't our, our most shining moments. But they're funny. They're very funny. But I also think, like, our guests at the start, you know, we're still also getting comfortable. And, and like you said, it took us a while to find our voices and, like, what we were comfortable with and how we wanted to kind of yeah. present ourselves yeah. in the podcast. It's almost like if your guest is going to be comfortable, you have to be almost ten times more comfortable because they read off your reaction. They read off your energy. So that's why I always ask, well, what do you think about this place? Because it sets a mood. It's like when you walk in, you got to make sure the guest is comfortable. I remember when we first started, we used to have, uh, what are those sticks called? Sensi sticks. Oh, Yeah. Like, like sticks for the mics? Or? No, like scent, incense. Incense. Oh, yeah. like, I it, thought that's what you meant, but yeah. I was like, there's no way he's talking about incense. Yeah, like we used to do like the incense to like make sure like people were comfortable. I thought it was because there was like... A, oh, we do that. Because I always ask at the beginning too, like, I was never comfortable to start, so it almost made me comfortable, those sticks. Yeah. And then you just got to keep set going. The mood. Yeah, you set the mood. Sarah sometimes rubs her hands together and she's like, how's everyone feeling? Let's all take some deep breaths or we'll put on like some crazy if, music. If our vibes are off, we take a moment to bring everyone in. Or sometimes we're like too amped up and we do things before the episode and then we're like wild and we mm-hmm. need to take a moment to like come back we're coming yeah. back to our hearts we're gonna be ready you know we do that i love it gets you in the mood <laughs> i wish you had incense i mean you've got this lovely candle so that's yeah, a that's great funny. mood setter <laughs> oh, i like the candle um but no that's wicked it's uh it's great to see you guys at uh at this number of episodes i feel like you guys are at the point where you're about to make that shift to, to um, you know you guys have a great fan base but I feel you guys are almost at that point where you're about to take that turn. I remember my episode, you know, maybe before 100. There's something that just happens at you to you, I think, at episode 100 where that fan base really uh, believes your loyalty to it, I think. Mm. Um, oh, that's good You know, know, like, they're like, oh, Devotion. okay, episode 100. It's like, you know, exactly. Because people don't commit to you until you commit to them type thing. Seriously, we had someone on last word. night who, on our episode, we record, we record Sundays and Mondays, which we love, and she talked about devotion. And I haven't heard that word in so long. And, she's and I just it. like, I was like, I'm into this word right now. Yeah, it's nice. And we I do like have some, that. we have some very loyal listeners and fans, which is so lovely. And people we don't know, which is so interesting. But it's great. No, That's and it's better. so lovely. Like people come up to you, and I met someone at the ski hill this weekend, like through a friend and a friend, and and they were introducing me, and they're like, Oh no, I know you. You're from the podcast rival and queen and i thought that was it's like surprising when people you don't know yeah. you know recognize you and come up to you and yeah. stuff like that it's really cool yeah. and it's nice to hear you say that like before episode 100 or at episode 100 a yeah. turning point comes because i think we can feel that right now mm-hmm. some good stuff coming which is cool so i don't really know anything about you guys outside of the podcast what do you i know you said something about interior design i don't know like what do you guys like outside of what do you what do you do well, for fun you guys bowl what do you do <laughs> Oh, we actually talked about bowling. I love bowling. You guys are on Bowlerama every Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe soon. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, I used to do design, decorating, work in construction, kind of on that side of things. Okay, cool. And then um, I did a renovation at a friend. Or he was actually a stranger at the time, and he came from the tech world. So there were so many problems and things that he was just like, this is 
such a in the construction yeah just he didn't understand being tech minded and kind of process oriented okay and i was like this is just how things go and this is just what you can um, expect but we ended up spinning up a company from that experience um, called harbor so that's what i do full time so it's a construction tech startup here in halifax and that's where sarah and i met that's how we met as i was living in newfoundland and dave who she did the design project for found me like I, I still we don't know how we from connected. Newfoundland. And I had had a construction tech startup of my own previously in Newfoundland. Okay. Um, which I had closed down at that point. And so they, we connected and then I moved back over here and joined Harbor. And we did that for two years, mm-hmm. which was super fun. And now I'm working on a new project on my own. So what, what's a construction tech project? And when I think construction, I just think highways. And what, what's, what does that mean, construction tech? So construction tech is just anything that you would use on a project with technology. So it's a startup. So you're still kind of at an early stage. We've raised like a seed round. Okay, and, okay, okay. Uh, and now we're just like scaling kind of the business. So yeah, it can be anything. Like yeah, for yours Harbor, was a bit different. Mine was different. So mine was focused on the safety side and like keeping your employees safe mm-hmm. uh, in construction spaces. But it can also be like the software you use, how you allocate machinery, you know, how you manage. I don't know. There's like human like resources, so, yeah. any business. Wow. But it's just you use it in construction. Yeah. So you know? I, I'm more on like the business <laughs> growth side of things where we have smarter like developers and uh, people like that that actually build the app and okay. build the technology. So I love surrounding myself with people that know 10 times things, 10 times the amount of information that you know, and then you learn from them. Like from this podcast, I still, I'm still, I guess, trying to understand what it is, but it's nice to throw yourself into a business and then put yourself with smarter people and see what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. nice. And it's such a learning experience. Well, you know, from being an entrepreneur that and and you as well, Justin, that it's just like you dive in and every day, every week, every month, you just it just keeps turning and you don't know how it's turning sometimes. But you keep going. You just have to keep going. And just the process of learning is like never ends forever learning forever learning yeah and Mm. and trying to overcome those challenges so that's why even when we started the podcast we've both been through that path before that the podcast seemed easy to start like we got this we know how to start this let's do it yeah that's great it seems like you guys had the work ethic before the podcast Mm -hmm. it was something actually like we started it out of I mean for many reasons but it was totally that we wanted to be able to create in a way that had no bearing on our work at the time Mm. like we could do fun things Mm. and explore kind of like our abilities without it having to relate to our jobs do you know what i mean stress it didn't have to work out we didn't have to make decisions for business sense we could just do actually what we wanted to do yeah it's a a freeing feeling and it's almost like a little reward outside your nine to five it's a it's a a creative space that you don't have to worry about a boss yelling at you it's nice Mm -hmm. and that's the catch for me it was the, the 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 freedom of it i love this yeah and that's the addicting factor for a lot of people i think that do a podcast because anyone can do a podcast as long as you're able to speak your mind and do it consistently it's an uh, at least to me it was the most addicting feeling yeah mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it yeah it's good outlet for us yeah, yeah we love it yeah it's just fun you, you learn a lot about yourself too and you learn a lot about other people which is like yeah the best part yeah it's cool hmm. um you guys have a your guest mostly female we do a mix, but a, a mix. lot of female. You're yeah. Actually, we counted the other day because we were like, how many men do we have on this show? But I think there's like a dozen out of the 70. Okay. We've had a poker player on, Alex Livingston. He came third in the World Series poker oh, a couple years ago. he had ago. an amazing tweet during the summer t- or during Christmas. He was like, I yeah, think this is the guy. It he's like, epic. He's like, yeah, he's like if was... anyone needs money, let me know, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For gifts. He was yeah. doing some donations and stuff. He's insane. an awesome guy. He's really sweet. So we've yeah. had him on. He was and lovely. people are so receptive. We were talking about this the other day. When you reach out to people, they're genuinely like interested in, in being a part of the podcast. So it's so nice. You create this bond yeah. during the conversation yeah. that, that is it's lovely. And we get to talk to really cool people. Like, that was really the whole reason we did it. We're like, we just want to talk to people who are cooler than us yeah, <laughs> to great. become friends with them. Yeah, <laughs> that was our motto at first, actually. People we want to be friends with, basically. I feel like that's the motto. You're motive. in the club now, Justin. <laughs> I'm in the we're, f- we're officially friends. You're part of the R&Q community. <laughs> I appreciate that. It seems like a great community to be a part of. I was I was spying on your guys' social media all weekend to see what you're up to. It looks like you guys had fun at some restaurants. You guys what? were having what? a great time. We had a gallon. It seems like a great club to be a part of. Oh, we had a beautiful. We went on a beautiful date Friday night. Mm-hmm. Ashley and I. We had some prosecco tucked away in a restaurant. Where'd Very you go? Cozy. We went to the Brasserie. Oh yeah. And actually, we got that booked again in two weeks. We're going to the Dome. That's on the rooftop there. The Dome. 
There's like a it's like an igloo type of structure on top like of cheers? the like the cheers like no. the cheers no at the brasserie <laughs> oh at the brasserie there's okay. like a, a plastic dome I mean it's not plastic but it's you know that you go inside it's like an igloo but you go in with ten people and, and they you... have heaters oh like the bicycle thief thing yeah kind of like that but bigger but fits ten people oh yeah is so, that is that the max right now ten people together. Yeah, I think so. We don't know. Yeah, uh, like there's two. The rules change every day. Yeah, but that space could only hold technically ten, ten people in itself. That's cool. But Bus- we have fun. Businesses are. I love how businesses are innovating with this tor- sort of thing, like the like bicycle outdoor. thief to that outdoor mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. It's interesting how businesses are just kind of, you know, okay, you're not going to dine in. We'll make sure to find a way to somehow get you that experience of being in the store or being in the restaurant. It's so European. I know. I like, I miss Europe so much. Where have you guys been in Europe? I've been to Europe. I love Europe. Where are some places you guys have been? Well, France, Italy, Spain. Same, same, same. England. No, I've never never been to England. I lived in France for a bit and then I sail there a lot. So Croatia and Italy and Greece, I sail through. I've been to Croatia. Uh, Split? Yeah. Love that. Place. I went to Ultra there. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Casual like concert. 150,000 yeah. people. <laughs> like a rave? Is that what it's considered? Well, no? like an EDM festival. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. I love the cheapness of go- getting to Europe's expensive, but then getting around oh. is so cheap. Mm. And the quality and the- of food, so good. If you mm. like food, I love food. There are lots of food. <laughs> I just live, what are the, the kebab, the kebab stand on every corner. Right. That's how I Euros. live in Europe. Mm. You ever been to uh, <laughs> We bo- live very different lives in Europe, you and I. <laughs> Why, what are you, what are you doing? You're, you're at the fancy restaurant? <laughs> I'm not even fancy restaurants, but I'm not eating from a kebab stand oh, every meal. <laughs> well, maybe the- you should have tried them. Because they're like two euros, three Well, Euros. I did once run out of money in Greece when I was like 21. One, I was starting another business, and I did have to survive on gyros for three days, which is the same thing. It's That's like a the great Greek life, version. surviving on gyros. <laughs> and I was fine. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love gyros. I thought there was like, I remember we, this is back when I first started the podcast, I had a trip to Prague for a lacrosse <gasps> tournament, and I didn't want to like stop doing the episodes, and I was on the fence of like bringing the equipment to Prague, and do, I didn't end up doing it, but I wish I did. The, the, the people in Europe are just so... It's just a cultural experience. They're so easygoing. It's not mm-hmm. a huge rush. Everything, it's everything's okay. Everything's fine. People are very concerned about you. It's very welcoming. I find, at oh, least in Czech nice. Republic. I haven't been there. I really want to go. Yeah, the Czech Republic would be heavy the drinking. Have a lot of drinks, but like, it, there's almost a Canadian atmosphere there. People mm. are very welcoming. How are you? What can I do for you? It's never. What do you want? Get a. You know. It's very. Yeah. I like the people there at least. I find Germany like that too. Oh, I'm very go. Oh, I love been. Germany. Oh, so good. Oh. Hockey guys that come on the podcast that play in Germany say they love it. It's mm. it's remind it's Can- very familiar to Canada. It feels familiar from like Canada because the trees are the same, same forest, people, the styles the same pretty much. Oh yeah. In like North America, so it's kind of it's just like there's bits that are familiar. Are you guys going through travel withdrawal right now, not being able to see? I am. I try not to think about it. Last trip I went on was early March 2020. So like you got the last ago. one in. Yeah. And I had uh, in the last y- two years, a lot of trips just for work. And, and we were traveled a bit just for fun. And uh, yeah, it's kind of shocking. Where'd you go in March? Uh, just to Florida. <sighs> Justin, that's awesome. Florida. <laughs> you love Florida? Is that your favorite? Well, I go there a lot. So it's not like overly exciting. It's nice to go and be in the sun and the beach, but. She loves up. it. She's excited about Florida. She loves Florida. My in-laws have a place there, so it's, like, easy. And I just fly down. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. That's the thing, too, when you travel, to Make friends with everyone so you can sleep oh, on yeah. their couch if you go back. Yeah. You can save There's a crew. We There's travel so differently. <laughs> There's, like, I want a five-star hotel. There is a lot of people from Dartmouth and Halifax, though, that are friends, kind of like their friends that all have places down there. So there's, like, a little community of, of Nova Scotians, a big, fun. A big part of... We got this guy, his name's Matthew Doodle. He's another part of our business. And he's he's almost our travel agent because he knows Ooh. everyone in it. Well, I always say this. When you're first starting up a company and you want to travel and do things, it's hard to do it. So this guy, dudes, he knows a lot of people in Atlantic Canada, even like probably the whole country. And it's a great way to be able to find people when we do want to travel, just to be able to stay at their place for free because money's such a resource at the very beginning. Totally. It still is. Yeah. So I always find like, you know, having people within the company that are very resourceful with money can allow you to grow. And we're still in that mode of, well, we can't travel as much now, but the more resourceful you are with everything that you do, I, I always find it to, I don't know, help 10 times more in the long run. If we, you, yeah. We've been to Thunder Bay for a hockey tournament. We went to PEI for a hockey tournament, even though PEI is not that difficult to do, but we went to Vancouver for, to the NHL draft on a budget because we knew, but we knew a guy that was staying in the hotel where all the NHL prospects were staying. Luckily, he was there on like a work conference. 
and my buddy Kevin, and we just like, hey, you're going to be in Vancouver the same time we are. Where are you staying? He goes, well, my my work's paying for a hotel for me for the week. I'm like, dude, can we just like sleep on some cots in the room? He's like, of course. Did you get to interview people? Then? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Did you yeah. like flag them down? Flag them down. Like, you know, you're, <laughs> you're in the, the you're in the elevator with Max Talbot. And you're like, oh, hey, like, you know, it just it was a it was one of those moments where it was like meant to be. There's always little things that oh. happen within this company. When you're about to quit, not that I don't want to quit, but there's always little things I find that just keep you going. And mm-hmm. that was one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I, have you guys had any of those moments where I don't want to say you guys weren't to quit, but is there any like rewarding moments throughout the, the journey of the podcast where you're like, wow, I'm going to stick around and keep doing this? No, I, I want to say yeah, not as much for the podcast in my daily life. Not that I want to quit, but there's it's like a roller coaster, right? With having a startup or a business, it's like you cry and you're like, why am I doing this? This is insane. And then you have other days where like something great happens with a product or a customer. And then it's like, yeah, you erase all that negativity. But I don't feel like that with the podcast. I think when we hear those people say that they listen, like, I'll that makes say it worth when it. I was editing. I, oh, there yeah. were like moments where I'm like, this can't go on forever when I was editing the episodes because that was a long like that's a lot of work right yeah, we say like eight hours well it just depends on how we recorded it and like how tight we were making it but it could take yeah, yeah from usually at least double that how long we recorded so it could be like three or four hours to get something like done or if not more and that wasn't like the fun part of the work you know what i mean so that was like a and we didn't know what we, we got, were doing at no. that time so it was harder for you then we got mark and that was like whoo and then now, same thing, like, and, and this isn't like a moment we're looking to quit, but it's a moment of like, we have to level up right now. And I think that's more what it is. It's like, you you can't go on forever as it is now. Yeah. Is it going to change? Like, it has to change somehow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so even now we've got some things coming out next month where we're collaborating with some other podcasters, but we're getting like good media coverage. We're connecting with people that we've been wanting to connect to with for a long time. Um, and so that's, this is kind of like an exciting time for us. The next couple of weeks will yeah. be good. Check and that's, it. that's the part that you love. What were you going to yeah. say? Sorry. I was going to say, well, we keep talking about wanting to be on TV for some right. reason and we will see TV morning. March. Oh, you must have a connection there. March 8th. Yeah, well, March yeah. 8th, yeah. You guys are going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So it'll be good. So th- things like that that we've been talking about and wanting and starting, like, even, yeah, the next three weeks is going to be good. And I think it'll yeah. let us level up our audience, too, because even, like, COVID was so interesting for podcasting because our April hit and our listenership went way down because, and that was, like, standard across the industry yeah. and podcasting because people weren't commuting. I think people were, like, so overwhelmed with what was happening in the world. They didn't want to listen to extra information. Information. especially not about COVID not everyone, about, wa- everyone no. wanted information on COVID yeah mm. and so now it's nice actually just last month our listenership started going back up again to what it was originally yeah. um, and so it's nice to see that growth and now it's like okay we have to keep growing on top of this but mm. you know you get to a point where you're a bit stuck for a bit and yeah. you're like, how the hell do we get through mm-hmm. this? Yeah. <laughs> we can't stay at this forever. Is And as the more you go to, the more you learn about your numbers and the more you right. learn about your audience. It's great. You're saying you're at the ski hill and people are coming up to you saying, and it's like, okay, great. Now you get to know your demographic a little bit. Like who's listening? Where are they from? That's what I love about the merch. And when we do deliveries, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, me and Mark will go out and we'll have, you know, eight deliveries. And we got people out in Sackville. We got someone in the Valley. We have someone wow. out in Dartmouth, Bedford. It's like, what? Who is listening? Who is this person? Like it, it's, it makes it's you awesome. curious. I'm like, really into is, these long sleeve shirts all right they're yeah they're great thanks i have to say that i got a hat and it came like i blinked my eyes and it showed up you guys are you guys work fast that's what that's, that's what i mean we're not messing around i'd love to know you know I, you want to know who's listening like who's, who's listening. buying yeah exactly i love that you get no, to know your demographic nice. more it's cool that's true do you guys ever think about expanding outside of the podcast doing things maybe like a street interview maybe like a, a cooking with sarah and you know do you guys do anything like that I you mean, guys anything we, yeah we do we do um some of those things so we do lives every now and again we're starting to think of that stuff more yeah. so yeah we'll have a do you want to see a cooking episode with me we'll do some cooking uh, yeah sure go for it <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you want to cook <laughs> um what do you I? what are you looking to eat and i'll show you how to make it i've been craving uh, i've been craving a like a little butter chicken curry non bread right. i got a good one spicy like well, no, spicy. but I'll tell you how you can. It'll be spice optional. Okay, sounds how about good. That? <laughs> Sarah's good? not a fan of spice. No, but I do love cooking. No, we do talk about other ways to grow, and I think TV is one that we're interested in, and we just had Kayla Short on our podcast last week, and she talked a lot about how she's a blogger here, but she started doing like style segments with CTV and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that. great. So, mm. so there's different avenues like that that we're exploring, and 
you know, we love we love doing this. Like this is why we do it because it's fun, much like you. And it's social. We get to meet really cool people. So the more that we can connect with people and connect with our audience. Although I will say my friends in Newfoundland have stopped calling me as much because they just listen to our podcast and feel like <laughs> they know you. they feel like they're caught up. And, like they feel like yeah. we've had an hour conversation by yeah, listening yeah, to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it, that's great. But it is nice to see how you can connect with people in other ways. I don't know. TV. But I think in the summer we might hit the street a bit. Yeah. You know, actually, we did. Well, we didn't dream this up, but man, we'll just take the idea right now. Mark came up with this, <laughs> our wait. producer. But doing like a, I mean, in this was more in tour season, like doing a live podcast down on the waterfront and like talking to people as they're coming by and bringing them up in the that would be good in the booth. Yeah. yeah. So that's something we've jam- we have no shame though. either. So we just put ourselves out there. Yeah, we're starting to do live shows too, which is fun. Have you done live shows? No, I'm on the fence with it. Oh, you well, you can come and watch ours, and then you oh, can yeah. make a decision. Do you guys have drinks at yours? Oh, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, don't know. Well, I, I haven't been to a bar in forever. It's going to be at a bar. You haven't been to a bar forever? I was at the Bicycle Thief like three weeks ago. That's about it. But for dinner, not a bar? No, I haven't, I haven't been to a bar. Bicycle Thief, I guess, isn't a bar. I haven't been to a bar since, yeah, March. Not really? that I can think of. Wow. We'll get you out. Yeah. It's just I go to a bar not to eat. I go to a bar to have fun. And apparently you can't have fun at bars right now. You no, can't. No, like, you can. You can. You can. I mean, you us. have to dance in your seat, which yeah, is a see, bit I'm of a nuisance. A, I'm not about that. <laughs> oh, you're not about dancing or oh, no, I, dancing in yeah, your seat? I'll, I'll dance, but I'm not. I, what am I? I'm going to sit down and I don't Go know. Go ten of your, like nine of your friends. You, I guess so. And just have a good time. I don't have nine friends, so that's what I'm. <laughs> You've got a, a crew here. You can take a few people. He's 18. Mark oh. doesn't drink. Well, he can still go. <laughs> Listen, Justin, drink. it's fine. Come with us. We'll get you out for the live show. You see we'll my pull, problem now. We'll yeah. pull you up on stage. God love you. You've got a beautiful girlfriend. Surely she'll go out with you. Yeah, maybe she will. <laughs> no, I want to do. I want to do a live show for sure. I just. I love. I just love this studio. I love I it. Oh, I yeah. love the studio. Yeah, it's a it different vibe, nice. it, and it will be. It's going to be something new for us, and we've got a very exciting special co-host to help us out. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I think we can say. It. Like, <laughs> well, no, we don't. We're no, doing we're, it. We're doing it with Dave Sampson, who is a uh, musician here, who we love. Do you know Dave? Yeah, Dave's been on the show before. Oh yeah, he's you know great. Dave. So you yes, know he's the, the character. So we pick someone who loves to perform to come on with us because you're entertaining people for an hour and a half. Like you need to be on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we thought, who better than and, Dave and Sampson? He's amped, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. He was on the podcast maybe mid-COVID, so like four months ago maybe. Right. Great guy. Great conversation. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. Get, get some stories out of him from Nashville. Oh, oh yeah. man, I want to go to Nashville bad only because of what we he went was together. Telling me. How oh, she time did. of our lives? What's it like? Give oh, me, we give almost me. didn't come back. So we went with two other girls that are <laughs> well. One of them's really good friends with Dave. They're both from Cape Breton. The yeah. four of us went, plus my family. Um, well, it's actually Jeff's family, his aunts and cousins, who are the funnest people you'll ever meet. So I think there was thirteen of us in total. Yeah. So it was a... But the four of us were on our own. But yeah. I'll tell we you... We were on our own journey. The, the ratio of men to women in Nashville like, is a fabulous place for to be a woman because it's like three to one. Bunch of dudes wearing cowboy boots just walking around. And there's just People like not as... And, yeah. yeah. And there's just so many men compared to women. And there, I've never been anywhere else like that where the ratio was like so skewed. So it's really? very interesting. Yeah. I wonder why that is. But I mean, for men out there, Boston is is your place to go because there's like three times as many women to men in Boston. I've so been to Boston. Good luck being a single go to man Nashville. In Boston. And isn't it the Bachelorette capital of the world? Yeah, it is. Mm. It's, I mean, it's a it's like totally a wild party scene. And it, do you like country music? Oddly enough, I'm starting. Not oddly enough, it's good music. But I, right. I've always hated it. But in, I, I, I've in the past year, it's come around to me. There's almost yeah. like that little mix of hip hop that's going into. It will into... turn you. There is. It some, will yeah. turn you into a country fan. Yeah, when yeah. you go to Nashville, the music is so like you can go to any bar and you don't pay to get in. You pay tips to the musicians, but yeah. at, like, and you'll hear the best mu- like live performers, music the un- best live yeah, music. I, I really enjoy drinking to country music oh, in the past is, year. You can we do that drank there. The enti- we went to a hockey game. <laughs> <theme. laughs> I can do that there. <laughs> I forget an entire third period. Or no, no the second, second period missed, of the hockey game. We went we missed to the whole Fred's thing. game. Also, it was preseason, so it was like, well, you know, not, we not very exciting. Enti- we missed the entire second period. Yeah, we were just we, talking to people and... Out walking around, had far too popcorn. much to drink. Did you great. see, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carrie Underwood? Yeah, did you see her? No. Damn it. We did see I mean, she could have been there. While we were there. Yeah. So we were at, which bar was it, Sarah? Dave Bryan's? 
Yeah, we were at Luke Bryan's. Luke, oh my God, Dave Sampson's in my brain. And anyways, we're we're in the bars packed of people, and we're just like sitting around. We have a table, we're drinking, and I'm like, oh, there's PK Subban. No one else was phased in the the bar. I don't know if people are just like not familiar. No, with they hockey. would be flipping out if it was like a uh, college sing- football player or, or country like, singer because that's their big thing is like college football. So no one cared that PK was there. No, no, uninterested. except our table. My friend or our wow. friend Sarah Pike like flew out of her seat and like started putting on makeup to be like I need to get my picture with them and I was like I'm not going like leave him alone but I took the photo but I, that day I had stopped drinking at five o'clock because I hadn't uh I it's the I, funniest photo I was, we'll show I was you basically after. like I had blackout blackout drunk at five o'clock <laughs> by accident so I stopped drinking and this was like eight o'clock and I still like hadn't come to my taps basically there and were... I've taken the photo it's a terrible photo because I was the only one who would take it for her what's the photo of it's her and it's PK her. they got like a photo but together. there's like oh. people but it's so blurry back. because she was so drunk and then Yossi was there was like another table another night of like these right. hot and like their girlfriends I was like those guys all play for the Preds no one in the whole bar no and they're cares. just sitting like front and center no one cares like really yeah i bet I've, some guys like that though yeah probably, some probably guys like it some guys place. hate it but yeah mm-hmm. there's some markets in the nhl that go to like you know if they have a family and there's some markets guys go to if they're single yeah it's different like yeah it depends where where you are there if a, you were a football player living in nashville would be incredible it's so beautiful clean is it clean um, it actually, like downtown on Broadway, I mean, there's a lot happening because there's so many people, but it, it's not gross. I've heard outside of it, I forget the name of the community. It's not outside. It's just like a suburb area. It's supposed to be really nice and up and coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. more of a, like a hip. Yeah. It seems like a vibe. beautiful place. Actually, who was it um, when we were in Pittsburgh? Who was it that we were talking to who said he bought a house there? Oh, I forgot. The one with no teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> so many random What's his name? Stories. He plays for Edmonton now? I can't, uh, he James got all, Yes. So oh, yeah. He he told us he bought a house there because he loves it so much down there. He's been on the show before, not on the podcast, oh but we've interviewed gosh. him. He's something. We went out to the bar with him too in Halifax. Had a great night. He was peopled out the money. Oh, he, he the he, power of social media that night because Sarah was like, we knew that he was there. They he wasn't playing. I think he was injured. And Sarah's like, I'm gonna write him something. On no, I didn't. We were. I was looking at him I across you the wrote bar. Him. No, oh, he wrote him. me on Instagram because he could see we were at the restaurant. <laughs> And then we were talking, Stalker. and he was like, do you like men with no teeth? And I was, he had one tooth left in his head. It was the night after he got all his teeth knocked out in Calgary. Or I whatever. <laughs> it was a puck right to his face. I didn't know because I wasn't, obviously, I don't watch every, I don't watch many hockey games, but I missed that one. But I did look it up, and anyways, poor yeah, soul. Them on the ice. Not a tooth left in his head. <laughs> it's a great pickup. Is that a pickup line? That was his like, pickup line, oh, yeah. Like, Man, that was good. That's confidence. It was good. Listen, I... And she says, my dad's it. a dentist. <laughs> my stepdad's a dentist. No. I like teeth. Is your stepdad actually a dentist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. uh, he was anyways. nice, though, but he bought a house in Nashville, he told us, mm. and loved it. He said he, that's his favorite place to live. I got a guy, he worked at, he still works at the bank, and he was telling me this great story about four of his older buddies. They're like men, you know, 30s, 40s. They got the wife, they got the kids. And one night, they're just in a garage party. Not a party, but just like four or five of them. I forget how many there were got hammered you know they're drinking whiskey all night it's two in the morning you know wife and kids at home they're just pumped that you know they're drinking together they're buddies they all work at the bank together i'm pretty sure so it's two three in the morning they get talking almost like this about nashville they all they love nashville they want to go some guys have been some guys haven't been it's almost like this (laughs) two in the morning so what they do is they go online they book flights at three in the morning for the next day i knew you were gonna say that so Anyways, long. I'm not. I'm gonna tell you this is a podcast. I'm not gonna say long story short. I'm gonna tell you the whole story. Tell us the whole story. So you know, the next day, some of them sober up a bit and they realize, fuck, we're going to Nashville right now. I didn't tell my wife it's my kid's birthday tomorrow. Some of them like it was just a big ordeal. So they go to Nashville, have a great time. So anyways, one of these guys that went, apparently it was his the, the funeral or the the it was someone someone in the family died like four years ago and it was on that day they went to Nashville and apparently that guy was supposed to go to the graveyard to like you know Morrow and say you know I'm sorry good you know oh, you passed no. I loved you I don't, I don't know if it was a mom and dad who it was so anyways this guy's in Nashville he's having a great time but I'm sure he feels a little bad he that is. he forgot so he's in Nashville his wife texts them a picture a selfie of her and the kids and she's just giving the middle finger to the camera saying fuck you you're in nashville <laughs> i'm here at your dead relative's grave with your kids oh and anyways God. they're in nashville they all have to come back most of them have to do therapy with their wife like 
two out of three of them. <laughs> they all have to go to therapy. And anyways, this one guy my buddy works with ended up winning the therapy argument, saying, no, I want to go to Nashville. You don't let me do anything at the house. I'm going to Nashville. So one guy ended up winning against his wife with the therapist that it was okay that he went to Nashville. But the rest of them, I think they all got in trouble. But <laughs> two in the morning, drunk bender goes to Nashville. It's like Vegas, you know? I, I mean, to be fair, I'm down for like a spontaneous trip, but I'd probably kill someone. We kind of did. We worked. So oh, one yeah. of the other girls that went with us worked at Harbor as well. And we wanted to book these tickets. And I looked at her across. She sat across from me at a different desk, obviously. But we were like, let's book these. And we just kind of like booked them. And I was way. in a meeting and got a text message. And it was like, we just booked the flights to Nashville. Yeah, it was kind of spontaneous. How yeah. many days before? Oh, it was like I was a, a bit before, months, but yeah. we just didn't. It was like I had no decision in the matter. Yeah. It, was going. Like, it was like I we were going to talk about it. And then I just got a message. just like we've bought all the tickets in the hotel rooms booked. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> That's like, what I miss. OK, just spontaneous traveling. Just going. All right, we got to go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, the only way to travel. Like if you book for Cuba eight months in advance, it's like, oh, what are we doing here? Lifetime. It's the worst. You know, it's like, all right, yeah. we're going next week. Let's go. I mean, yeah. if we could do that right now, I would. Oh, 100 percent. <laughs> Like I know. You guys, have you guys been checking flights right now? Like to here to Vancouver is like no. 400 bucks. Really? Yeah. I haven't Should been checking go? flights. I've been flying have so, you? to Newfoundland and stuff, but I can't. I was supposed to go this week because the ski hill finally opened there. So I was going to fly Marble over. Marble Mountain is yeah. that called? Yeah. And no, quarantine for a couple weeks. And then do you, have the cor- you have the quarantine there? In yeah. Just, which, I was ho- no, they, they were, just <laughs> implemented this last week. No, no. You have to quarantine in Newfoundland. Because I oh, quarantined sorry, yeah. at Christmas. The other way. But they were going to, we were hoping, or we, I was hoping they were going to lift it, but now they haven't lifted it they're having an outbreak so now you have to quarantine there and coming back here so i'm not going <laughs> Brutal. but i have been flying which has been interesting like i've probably taken six or seven flights this past like just the last few months really mm-hmm. or like throughout you're, you're the making, year you're yeah, making everyone you, nervous in yeah. here now <laughs> no. no it's been since it's very Christmas. safe yeah you haven't been anywhere and no, I went home before Christmas and stuff. No, but I mean, like, you're safe. You oh, yeah, I, I haven't traveled right in the now. last few days. But it's, it's like, it's interesting. It, it's not as, like, I love traveling. And, like, I love being alone in airports. Like, I, I actually, like, when I travel, like, going overseas and stuff, I always book, like, extra long stops in Heathrow or cer- certain airports Are you, like, I really a people love. watcher? You're like a people, I love, yeah. and I meet so many people. I've met diplomats. Like, I've just met so many people in airports. And I have a, this is why we have a podcast, because I have a wonderful time talking to anyone. That's good. That's the main I core make, of it. So I make, like, wonderful friends in these places. They're single. It's a great place. Just yeah, airports are there. great. It's a great yeah, place you, to meet people. But it's not now. So not because of the the dating aspect, but it's, it's just that aspect is gone. It's yeah. kind of less fun and like every, and it's sad. The businesses, many of the businesses are closed in the airports, in the airports. It's just a more mm. rigid experience. Like they've got guards everywhere. It's just weird. Yeah. It's something you, like, I, it's just sad. It's something like I enjoyed so much and it's just yeah. like an odd experience now when you go on the airplane is the airplane ever full or do they keep a couple seats open oh i've been in they've been full oh yeah but the way so like it doesn't nothing spreads through airplanes for some reason because i think it's someone has told me this i don't know but it it, it is true like the spread is like doesn't happen um because of the they there's so much filtration happening in the air Mm -hmm. i think is that true mark yeah yep yeah, it Mark just, knows. it's, and there's like negative pressure and stuff. So it's actually quite safe. I didn't know that at first, but um, I've looked into it since and it is. Interesting. Yeah. So less busy and now. And especially if everyone has masks and they're cleaning. I mean, you can't just get it. Yeah. I don't know. Unless you're like it's, licking the chair. We've had opportunity to travel here with the company as well to like Ontario, but it's just that 14 day quarantine that. Mm. I had to do it when I came back. How much does it Florida. suck? Like It was. So it, the way to explain it at that time is we were just on vacation for, I think, two weeks. COVID was brand new. March? It was just, yeah. We Florida, came back right, March yeah, yeah. 14th and we weren't in the mandatory part of having to, but we knew it was kind of coming. So we we're like, oh, we should probably do this. It was like two days after you got back. They were like, it's now mandatory. mandatory. Yeah. Um, but it was. <sighs> kind of just such a shock from being on vacation to trying to understand what the fuck COVID is and what's happening so it was kind of stressful at that time but the two weeks is isn't that bad we went um, my parents have a guest house at um, where they live like at the, our cottage and it was nice to be there because we still went out in the yard and like went for yeah, little walks nice. and stuff yeah. so I mean yeah in the that- city it might be a bit more I mean you'd be fine here I think I would have a hard time in like if you d- I quarantined over Christmas for 10 days but mm-hmm. then I just came back 
Um, but we have a big property in Newfoundland, like my mother does. So it was, yeah, yeah it was easy. If you couldn't, I would go crazy. And we have like a gym there and stuff. It would be hard otherwise. It's odd how you say, you know, March 14th, whenever you came back, COVID was so new. Not everyone knew what it was. I feel even today, not it's, I feel today people don't really even know what it is. Okay. Yeah. It's airborne. It won't get on your hands easily, wash your hands, wear a mask, but I still feel there's that looming. What is it? How do I get mm. it? How do I contract it? Yeah. It's an interesting, like, I don't know, energy in the air when you go to a rink. People are still keeping their distance, but right. they're still close. to. It, it's just a weird... I just feel like everyone, when you're out in public, no one wants to offend anyone by doing the wrong thing. It's still a, a, a looming conversation of what the hell is this thing? How do we get rid of it? Yeah, it, it is kind of freaky, but we're so lucky here. We're so yeah. lucky. Yeah. All the numbers. Did you see that thing Halifax Noise put out? Like no. a week ago, like, it had all the other cases in Canada compared to Nova Scotia. I think at the time it was... Nova Scotia had like 28 and everyone else was in the thousands. It really made you proud of where you're from. You're mm -hmm. like, all right, mm -hmm. Dr. Strang might be going through some shit with people, but that guy's doing the right thing. He's making the right calls for people here. It makes you feel safe. Yeah. It's crazy. And so many people, I, I think it was yesterday, I saw a license plate from Indiana. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, are people now Googling the safest places to get to yeah. and go to in North America? And then they're just like, or with here? freedoms. Yeah. yeah. So I find that interesting because it's true. Someone saw this, uh, this was back in like March, April too, we were having some beers and we saw a car from, or my buddy saw a car from like Alaska or something Wow! and it was Amazing. dirty and oh. someone <laughs> wrote on the back like fuck off, like go away or something because their Alaska was, or their plate said Alaska. Oh my gosh. I, I think it was during the beginning. So like last winter that someone had a truck and they were from out west, I forget mm. where, and they actually had a sticker put on the back of their truck on the tailgate that said i finished my isolation and had the date yeah of it. smart know. like you know what i mean people like, would be so shady towards you like that riding yeah. on someone's car yeah and i saw yeah a rental car too someone had they were like i'm from new brunswick they gave me a rental car with ontario blades yeah that's so funny. my dad works up in quebec he's in the military and he's you know he's in like he's been in the military for god since he was 18 so he's almost done this is his last year he's worked in uh, dartmouth for anyways his whole career so his last year in the military he gets transferred to quebec kind of sucks but this is happening so they're allowing him to work at home but every now and then he has to go back to quebec and then every time he comes back he has to isolate 14 days we have a cottage up in bridgewater so that's where he does it but it's just getting to the point where you know you work so hard your whole life you're in your last year you just want to enjoy it mm -hmm. and yeah. every time he comes home he has to chill at the cottage not see anyone for 14 days and like he's in the province that we're in mm -hmm. and it's it's a lot of people like that that have to work from home and there's so many people that are social so many people that aren't some people love working from home some people hate it it's an interesting groove of how people are managing to work from home because if you look at this right now this is the common setup for not the common setup but everyone's working from really? home everyone's you know what i mean like not the, you know what i mean it's like everyone is working from home everyone yeah. has a desk everyone has a, a computer everyone's just working from home it's it's interesting how the world's moving in the next i don't know year i think for sure. And we've always kind of been, we, we did work in offices, but we've always been set up to be completely to work remote just in our industries, which is, I think was a huge change for so many. Think of teachers. But social, oh, I know. Bless the teachers. Uh, trying to control my kids calls. on My no. best friend That's is now like suddenly teaching from home, like kindergarten. God love her. <laughs> Bless are her kindergarten, are they in school? No, what? she's in Newfoundland. So they just sent everyone, all schooling online. Yeah. You guys um, are in school, right? In class? Yeah. Yeah. It's just because they're having an outbreak there. So they just switched mm, it really quickly. Back. I but couldn't imagine trying to learn on a computer. Um, Zoom like a teacher. Try oh. to teach five year old. Anyways, I can't imagine how she's doing it. But it is interesting. Like mm -hmm. I found my work habits have changed being at home all how, the time. How so? And like, um, well, I don't kind of work in set hours. My uh, I my focus has gone way down. Like I get way more distracted. Really? I can only work in short stints and really? I have to go to uh, group workout classes because that's like my socialized <laughs> to get out really? like once a day i have to go to like a class otherwise i think i just like i need the interaction with other humans what about you do you do you i think it's worse for me in the sense of well when we were yeah, had I a have, bigger I have team a yard and yeah, like, yeah well when we had a bigger team and we we're physically in our office it just yeah. you'd have little breaks and other conversations throughout the and day you like that I, I kind of miss it at times, but now I'm just like at my computer sometimes at 8.30 to like 6 o'clock. I'm like, oh, like this is Next to your husband like, all day long. <laughs> I know. Like I should, I need to move. Oh, you work with a, your husband? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? It's fine. Is it? it it's interesting because my parents, um, my dad owned a business. My parents worked together and then my husband's parents, they still run a business together and I worked for them. So we both kind of grew up with that 
um, structure. So it, it didn't seem as bizarre. And he's pretty easy to get along with. Like, I'm the difficult one, I would say. He's so, so easy to get along <laughs> he's with. Okay, an angel. I wouldn't call you difficult, but uh, yeah. If Compared to Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's like Saint Who's Angel. Jeff? Jeff? That's my husband. Okay. But he just doesn't like our. He's just like chill all the time so i don't know it is hard though at times because we're if we're stressful or we're having you know trying to navigate figuring out our business and it's hard to kind of balance relationship work time yeah i was gonna say yeah i've tried it before in mine it does it didn't work at all like we just stay clear of it we give each other advice but it it doesn't work i don't think it's for everyone so many people tell me that they're like i could never work with my husband i would kill him i'm like oh well it just depends. Though. It depends. Like, it's yeah. kind of like I really like working with people I'm close with. It's Do like it? It, so some people feed off other people energy mm-hmm. and like it allows you to work harder. Well, it's even like our friendship is like I feel like our friendship is cl- like we are closer because we work together. Do really? you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also a different dynamic when people friends start businesses or endeavors together. It can be very complicated and it can't always turn mm. out well but because we worked together and we knew how to work and we respected mm. each other that way, I feel like it made it a lot more successful for us. Yeah, we worked together first before we became friends, so that was easier, I think. We had uh, mm-hmm. Riley Giffen on, the owner of Coldstream. Okay. And he that's, that's so a family-run cool. business, and he had some cool stories about the come-up of it. His dad his dad was in the water business before they even got into the alcohol business, so he knew a little bit about the, the drink business. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting, some of the stories coming up about the company that you have to have hard conversations with. And he's like, it was easy to have hard conversations with my sister, my brother, my dad in order to, to make the company grow. And he's like, I don't know if I could have had those conversations with employees, you mm, know, like yeah. uh, people I paid. He's like, it's nice to make business decisions with the people that you love because it's a family business. And I thought trust. it was a cool dynamic. Mm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but some people like myself, I could never... You know, I, I enjoy having conversations with these guys. I, I couldn't do these conversations with my family or uh, my girlfriend. It's just, I don't know. It's just some people are different with it. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I, I enjoy yeah. it. That's fair. It's nice to have stuff that's separate too. That's yeah. your own. That's yeah. why we started the podcast. Yeah. Because yeah, you exactly. want it, like, you've got something separate I, from another outlet of yeah. sorts. No, so. I, it, it's a, it's every day's exciting. <laughs> Every day is, who knows, an adventure. Life is good. Life is good. We're what, lucky. What do you guys have on the go for the rest of the week? I didn't even, so I, like, I didn't know today was a holiday, by the way, so I apologize if I'm messing up family day for you no, guys. No, this is better for us. I'm yeah, working. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm working all day. So Mark yeah, came right. in this morning. I was like, oh, I got to pay you time and a half. Don't worry. I didn't even know it was, <laughs> I didn't even know it was a holiday. <laughs> so I apologize. Like I said, what do you guys do on the rest of the day, though? Um, We've got a call after this and then some other things. Yeah, just work i'm meeting some friends later for a drink i'm going skating on the frog pond but like uh yeah we're we're working on a special episode and we gotta you know get reach out to some sponsors get some there you go we like getting dollars flowing you know there's always something to do whether it's the weekend or a holiday that doesn't really matter yeah but oh no you go no no, you go no no this is your podcast (laughs) where uh (laughs) is when you guys get work done do you guys go to the studio that we were in where do you guys go to get your work done Oh, it depends. Coffee shop? Yeah, we went to a coffee shop for a few hours the other day. And we work at home a lot and just, like, connect over Zoom, Zoom and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. guys like the Zoom? We you don't mind it? I like, like, when I'm working and I'm, like, in that space, I don't like leaving my house. Like, I want to stay there and work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I really enjoy Same. working and I don't, like, just, like, I actually find it, so, I hate going to meetings. There's nothing I hate more than that. Because yeah. it's just, you waste so much time and you get out of your space. You got to interrupt your work. I like being especially able to now just where sit where work. you can actually say, "Oh, let's just do it through yeah. Zoom." You don't actually have to physically meet people. Yeah, you yeah. Like, you know, that's more accepted. I, I agree. If it's one person, when there's five people on there, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, there's one person. Right. It's like a communicate. All right, great. Get your yeah. point across. I'll get mine. Not a huge fan of the the pod, the Zoom podcast. Mm. I don't like that. But that's even though hard. it's one on one, but it's hard to have that conversation when there's that awkward second of delay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I, I yes. really enjoy like this aspect of it, just face to face. How are you? I'm good. I, I just like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But Zoom, eh, not for me. Yeah, it it it's there. We were lucky during COVID to kind of do stuff through there. But I mean, but we did have to like edit more stuff out because it, it it was you go. like no, you, you go. Yeah, it'd well, be like yeah. weird yeah. pauses, <laughs> like we couldn't see each other. Yeah, it is a funny thing. So what's next on what's next on the goal for you guys? I know you guys said you're having a meeting today. Can you break anything? What's what's happening? I know you asked me this question. I couldn't answer because well, it's we tough can, to talk we about say. the future. Yeah, we can say we're, it. we're doing a special collaboration of different female podcasters here in Halifax for International Women's Day. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're doing kind of 
a group we're individually interviewing them um, and then kind of putting it together to get some some perspective yeah so that'll be a special episode coming up March 8th and it's exciting like we often don't think this far ahead um, in terms of like planning these things but because and, it, and we didn't like this is a shout out to Martina Kalades who has a podcast Life Out Loud but she brought us in on this idea and we've wor- been working together the last couple of weeks so wow. that'll be a fun episode and then we've got hopefully a live Live. show coming yeah. out um, within a couple of weeks after that. So we're working on those things on the side. That's awesome. Yeah. What are, well, that, that's one question I was going to have for you that I completely forgot to ask. What, what are women entrepreneurs in Nova Scotia most proud of about and what are they working towards? You know, we, we don't have a, a great women audience. We don't have a great women guest ratio on this show. It's one thing I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. What are, what are one thing I guess that, that women in Nova Scotia are, are striving towards right now? Cause you guys are having more conversation with them than I am. That's a big question. Yeah. So (laughs) I think like the biggest thing right now is, and we talked to Kayla about this and our landscape is shifting for work. I'm very passionate about all of this. So we're in this really interesting time where I personally believe most of the jobs that people are going to have in the next five years don't exist right now. And so we're in this like realm of so much creativity and opportunity for creativity. And I think um, for women, there's like, I mean, there's challenges going on right now because if you have children and stuff, like Mm -hmm. children are home much more. But if we kind of step outside of that, I think for women, like the accessibility to create and create in new ways um, is opening up a lot of opportunity for people who maybe didn't see themselves as entrepreneurs in the past. So many ways to make money right now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and to create in ways that people want. Um, And so I think just that realm of creativity has opened up a lot. And I think that's really cool. And and people are seeing themselves more in other entrepreneurs. So they're finding people who they like, who look like them. And they're seeing them kind of being able to follow and learn from them. And people are sharing knowledge a lot right now. And I think that's just like a huge opportunity for growth for women. And, you know, it's something we're very passionate about. And coming from the tech space, there's not um, as many women as well in that space. And it's something we've each been working on and I wrote a paper on it mm-hmm. <laughs> on how to bring more women into these spaces. Mm-hmm. Who'd you give the paper to? Oh, I, 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 I published it <laughs> oh, publicly published it? Oh. as like for free. I thought it was like homework. friends yeah, of mine. Like, okay. Oh no. You could sign up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just care about these things. Yeah. And so then I go and research them. And, okay, wicked. And write things off about it. But no, I think it's an, it, you know, there's a huge opportunity right now and there's so many creative outlets coming and I think, you know, you can create whatever you want and people value it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think the podcast is another way to do that is like provide it's a free resource for people to kind of learn, connect with different topics, learn from people who are creating or entrepreneurs. We actually now consider well, we like to talk about creators as entrepreneurs because you're creating something from nothing. Yeah. So we I don't know. That's like our new way to describe yeah. building to describe creativity yeah we never thought we were creative and then now we're like well we you creative didn't. i didn't yeah you <laughs> That's did my you did think you were creative <laughs> i never felt i was creative but then i'm like what the hell i am creative everyone's creative you create something out of thin air that's creative mindset yeah, like you've created exactly. this yeah and you've created this beautiful apparel everything we love it it's like i didn't so the women podcasters <laughs> they're coming up the women are coming up yeah yeah, it's it's a cool time. And I mean, people are very familiar with High Button, um, like Sick Boy. I think we talked about yep. that. There's a lot. So we're like, okay, we need to get some some other ones up there. Well, Let's the guy see. we have coming over today, he's, uh, he's I think he's, I mean, he might have got laid off. Maybe not. But he started making chicken wings out of his kitchen. Started a social Stop. media. Stop. Is this uh, Jason coming? Bourgoin? I don't know. I've oh, no, I know. No, yeah, Caitlin's, Caitlin's husband. husband. That's a, he has his like barbecue something. Char boys. Yeah. This guy's called The Wingman. Okay. And... I saw some of his pictures on social media. I reached out to him last week because he just started maybe like a month ago. And I'm like, hey, man, if you want to drop off some wings to the studio, we'll give you some free promo exchange for some wings. He's like, sure. And he was telling me a story a little bit. And he just started making chicken wings out of his kitchen on the weekends. And he's making so much money right now. The demand is so high. It's turned into his full-time thing right now. I'm pretty Love sure that. he said that. That's dope. But he's here on a Monday. And oh, I guess today's a holiday, but so he could be off. But And nonetheless, like it's kind of it's turning into that point where he might have to get someone to come work for him. That's awesome. So I'm pumped for him to come here and give us some wings. and But there's, you're just hearing so many stories like that. People just kind of not forced into a situation, but have a little bit more free time. So they're going to try something. And yeah. connect to those things that they maybe Want thought about do. before. Mm. Yeah. And just didn't see it as yeah, something exactly. that they like tangible at the time or that they could make money from it. And now, now look at them. It's a really look cool at the time man. for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. there's ever a time to like, if you're thinking about, you know, 
being a Play-Doh artist, anything. Like, you want to do something, you're thinking about it. Like, the, you, not in our lifetime, in the, in, the, in the whole history of time. Mm -hmm. Did someone knock, Justin? Okay, sorry. Is that, is that the wingman? <laughs> no, he's coming at 12, 10. We've got 10 minutes. But, yeah, if there's ever a time, it's now. Yeah. Because there's no excuse. You know, it's, what Just, you and, do? like, I find believing in yourself and believing in other people. The word believe has been, like, in my mind. Oh, you're in believe mode? I love this. Uh, yeah, because it is hard to believe in yourself. But now, like yeah. you said, it's the time that you can actually believe and, and, and make things happen. And take risks. Anything mm -hmm. can happen to anyone. You just have to start. Yeah. All right. A little bit of uh, advice for people out there that i don't know want to get into the podcast space that are women who you talk to them yeah. give them a little bit of advice and then you can say hi to your family friends whoever you'd like to so the last minute of the show is yours so give, her, give her um, we've been talking about this recently in preparing for international women's day and it's really just come up with a plan it's like any business i think you said map five to ten episodes out and just kind of think about like what your voice would be who you want to talk to or maybe it's a solo podcast but kind of just map that out and then just do it you can do it from your home you can find a producer like the cool marks that we know but i think it's just a matter of starting and not being scared to put yourself um out there and and, mm. and see what happens yeah, no, you can use your phone if you had to in the beginning. But yeah. I think the other thing is, is there's so many free resources out there to learn how to do it. Like you can put in the time. We talked about this on our podcast with you. Like mm. the information is out there. There's nothing holding you back. Yeah. If you want to do it, like just start and mm -hmm. like research how to do it. Reach out to people in your network. Um, like we're always happy to talk to people. You can definitely create and, you know, just mm -hmm just know like you have the skills google will help you youtube if you're yeah. not a, yeah. if you're a visual yeah. learner like university google. of youtube yeah exactly and there's yeah. room for everyone if there's other best friends like us that want to start a podcast or females or sports people i mean just just do it yeah all right family friends do you want to say hi to anyone oh yeah we got to give shout outs to um mark boudreau our producer he tried <laughs> to kill me this week but we're still <laughs> Skiing we're sending him, him some love <laughs> and, uh, and jeff keel Jeff, yeah, maybe Greg. And Greg Sampson, <laughs> our biggest fan. My brother. We love them. And they love the high button, so they'll, they'll appreciate it. Well, shout this. out to those guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks right. for having Thanks us. Thanks for having no, us. No, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, it's Monday. Get after it. Have fun. Work hard. Am I missing anything, Mark? Should I say anything? Do we have anything to promote? Uh, nope. Not right now. Some merch? Yeah, yeah. I feel we pushed the merch too hard. If you want to buy it, buy it. If well, you we're staring it's at it. It's beautiful. Right, oh, if beautiful. you want some purple toques, you could buy those too. Purple toques. Purple toques. There you go. All right, we're out, guys. Peace. Have fun. Later. <laughs> you all know the doctor? Dr. John, Mac Rebenak. Come on, Mac. And thankfulness to the band and all the fellas. Two, three, four, one. Such a night. Such a night. Sweet confusion under the moonlight. Such a night.
couldn't believe my ears My heart just give a little beat You told me we could slip away Down the dark end of the street Baby, you came in with my best friend Jim Here I am, just trying to 